Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Andy Potter. Hello. Sam Quattro. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Doop doop. Mm, okay, today we're talking the <laughs> April 28th episodes of Star vs. the Force of Evil, as mentioned, Doop Doop, um, Britta's Tacos, Beach Day, and Gone Baby Gone that aired uh, this morning on the Disney Channel and the Disney app. We talk Star every week at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for Overly Animated on iTunes or our YouTube is YouTube.com slash Overly Animated to not miss any of our Star podcasts. Um, some big episodes this week, including Beach Day, the highly anticipated Beach Day. Um, so make sure you have seen these spoilers for all four episodes and all previous episodes of Star. Um, boy, we have been blessed this week in several ways. Yes, we have been truly blessed, Andy. <laughs> what are your What are your overall thoughts on these episodes? Uh, I'm just stunned. Like, where was where were these episodes earlier earlier in the season? Like, all I I think I had fun with every single one of these episodes. I I mean, just ignoring like the big thing of like Tom and Star pretty much breaking up. Yeah, like. <laughs> Uh, there was like you heartless people. <laughs> there was so much other stuff happening here. Like Jackie is gay, very yes. gay. Yes, this episode. Um, there was like I think three of these episodes felt like season one episodes, but they had like the same emotional depth that season three episodes have, and it was really good. Like I was so happy with um Beach Day, and I was like, oh, I guess that's it for the week. And then Gone Baby God happened, and I'm like. There, it it's just every episode like I just thought that that was like the end of the good episodes this week and they just kept coming and they just kept coming and it was just like I don't know which one's my favorite because they're all really different episodes. Yeah, I think that that's a great opening taker. Uh, Sam, what do you think of them? You know, I'm a real sucker for uh, character building and just hanging out episodes, and that's what we got this week. I really liked all four of them again in like their own separate ways. I don't know. I just I like learning more about Marco and his life and his insecurities and his sister. And it's just all about Marco this week, guys. We love Marco. Yeah, we do. We love Marco at Alex. Yeah, we do. We love him. <laughs> okay. You can't at you can't add somebody in a conversation. Yes, you can. I, yeah, just, I, just I, did. I don't know if you can. I just did that. Okay. So well, uh, it doesn't at, work like that. At Alex, what are your t- takes on the episodes? <laughs> Um, I, I think Sam hits it where, like, these are very character-based episodes. Like, I, I don't think I'm as high on these on these batches, you guys. But, like, I will say that, like, these episodes have given us the most in terms of... Uh, be- I think we're going to have a lot to discuss in terms of, like, where the, these characters' arcs are in the process of this season. Like, their, their motivations going on. The, like, how far they've come in, compared to previous seasons. So I think all that is definitely something we'll dig into. Um, the season oneness of it is I, I, I think it's better than episodes earlier in the season that we use that description for but like also it, it's it still has the hint of do we really need to make these callbacks this late <laughs> in the show but you know I, I, I'll give it that it was it, for the most part they're fun and they just they, they do a lot better service to the characters that we've grown and loved than a lot of episodes have been doing this season so I, I definitely think that there are some there's some deep stuff to get into here 
some deep stuff. Uh, yeah, this is like everything in British tacos. Um, but no, it's I. These are so good. I'm so happy with this week of star episodes. I agree. It's like where? Come on, where? Well, I wasn't the show this good this season because all four of these episodes are spectacular. I mean, I think these are four of the eight best episodes this season, all in one week. Um, I think my favorite is Britta's Tacos. I am in <laughs> love with that episode. Uh, it's, mm. it's maybe the most successful the show's ever been with this type of episode. Um, and we do it like when we're not doing that type of thing anymore. Uh, but the beach day came and it was a phenomenal ending to that episode. Um, Gone Baby Gone was, I mean, I'm, a, I love the, the, uh, the Dimension Adult Marco episodes and just, you know, taking the babies to, like aging them up and then making them new characters and stuff. It was, it was, uh, it was really, really good. And then dupe dupe, um, you know, we've been waiting on this podcast for <laughs> to this episode for two years, literally, I think maybe more. Uh, and wow. Tom star has it, taking a break, probably broken up, but at least taking a break. And, um, we we are blessed that that it is gone. Jesus, <laughs> Alex, you know, you know how many panels I asked when will Tom Star break? No, you you did. It was like a running like poll to see how long until they'll break up. Way longer Which than any of us ever thought they would. They haven't broken up. No, they're, they're on not, a break. They're on a break. Yeah, break. yeah. But so finally, Star <laughs> says she doesn't want to be with Tom. We've known it for a while. And we'll get into that. I actually think it's really well done, but it's very fast, and I can see some I, objections to that. So we will we'll get into everything with Doop. I also think Doop Doop's a very good episode. Basically, British Tacos is goodbye to everyone on Earth. Doop Doop's goodbye to everyone on Muni, and I think that both are very successful. Although British Tacos has like a specific brand of quirkiness humor that I think is uh, very consistent throughout and extremely successful. Um, so yeah, I. I really like every one of these episodes it's really good omen into where we're going i mean we're still gonna have to deal with um you know the the mina stuff but for now it's 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 great and with three weeks of star left i am much happier than you know we were i think a few weeks ago here well i find it interesting that aside from maybe like the first minute of uh, of gone baby gone none of these have to do with the muni plot line at all and maybe maybe that, that's yeah it's like okay it's like wow what a surprise that that show vastly improves when we get rid of muni and tom star wow like oh my god it's like what we've been wanting for a year and a half this is this is why this was like end of season two episodes when the show was at its best before we had to get into all the muni drama before we got Tom Star back. Like, I, I think I, I think it's it's consistent that it makes sense that these would be a lot better. Um, so I don't know. It, 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 it's 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 also just like we're at the end and I think a lot of things are freed up and we can say these goodbye to char- goodbyes to characters and get into these uh, deep character arcs. So I think there's a lot of good stuff to hit on now. Um, but I feel like our lead story is the, is the be- it's a little bit overshadowed, but I think Beach Day is what everyone was waiting for here. And we finally get the culmination of the Beach Day photo brought up earlier in the season and apparently has been a thing f- from before that. Um, but we we have this episode where Star is trying to fulfill the prophecy of the Beach Day photo and then it eventually happens. And then she learns that she was the one that gave herself the photo and she closes the time loop 
and she did it because she needed um to she like she needed help in getting through some hard times and so it's it's basically basically turn it i think what's brilliant about this episode is it, they turn it from the starco thing to the star character moment right like it, it's not just about star's feelings for marco it's about herself and her perseverance and like get and everything she's been going through on the show and i think this is like one of the most successful star character things we've we've done in a long time um, absolutely yeah. and i think that this ties very closely with with dupe dupe in terms of the star like being at this point of just kind of lost like what what am i supposed to do next like beach day is all is also part of that right because she's like well now i'm, I'm alone i don't have responsibility i should be happy but then like immediately you come to the uh, realization wait but i'm not happy like what's going on is there something wrong with me sort of thing and but but then like, you get the the discussion with with marco later like well even if your happiness is propelled by not by your lack of happiness is because you're unsure of what your future is but at the same time you were able to create your own happiness from making decisions from being decisive about things and like that that that, at least to me that hit me pretty hard in terms of like just the the idea that like sometimes you you are aiming in your life for like things to be better and then when you get to a place where it is better you're like wait but i'm still i still don't feel fulfilled what's going on here and like that's a very relatable feeling and just seeing star go through it in in this moment like she like says like it's been five minutes and i already feel it wearing off like it's not supposed to be like this and like having to deal with that in your head that that, that's just kind of a, a i think that's been lurking in star's character for a while but like seeing it like push to the forefront here is definitely something that made like it makes me feel good about what what with where they're going with star like trying to figure out her place in the world right now yeah i like how you're bringing in dupe dupe to this um i i agree with with all of that i think that it this is like at the end of coronation or during the throughout the entirety of that star is like okay i want to be done with this i want to move on to other things. She's basically been kind of main charactered through a lot of her life the past year in plot things just happening. Um, and the once she's, she wants to come out on the other side of that and be happier and like realizes that uh, Tom is not <laughs> what she wants to be, uh, does not what's making her happy. Um, it's like, yeah, we've, we've known this. She's in, she's in, like, she hasn't really been with Tom. She's just been like kind of with Tom on the side while she's been doing more interesting things. And Tom, like her, her feelings for Tom, I guess, are not anchoring her, her life or just her satisfaction with like being in Muni. Um, and just like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what like her life would consist of being with Tom and Muni, but it's like, I'm, you know, she's, she, she wants to go to like, she lay at the end of, at the end of dupe dupe. She's, she says, I don't, I need to figure things out. And then she goes to Marco and to earth. Like when she maybe was happier before all this Muni stuff, I think happened. Um, so it's, it, it, it's very, I guess, closing out maybe of the season three, four star stuff, getting us back to some earlier things. And I think treating it with regards to star, like just being, chilling on earth like she was earlier in the show and not it just being a marco thing i think is good i think like i like i like that this is very star character focused not immediately getting into relationship stuff um yeah. like for once i think it's good that we're not doing start go immediately not that it's going to be good that we're still delaying it until the finale but it, it, this is good for star's character yeah, yeah it's 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 really good i really like this 
And and just to just like to go back a little bit to the scene with uh, the beach day photo, I really, really it, it really felt like like almost a Bojack Horseman type moment. Like we're really just getting into this like you're growing up. This is like and like Star has these feelings that just she doesn't quite understand. And it's, I think, something that pretty much everybody has dealt with at some point where like you put your hopes in this moment, like you dream, like not dream, but you like you're like, I'm going to do this thing. And it's really fun and you do it. And there's this moment during it where you're not having fun anymore. And you're like, but I'm supposed to be happy right now. I'm supposed to be enjoying myself right now. And, and it can go deeper than that. It can be bigger than that, but just at least everyone, I think has had a moment like that at least. And star had this moment. And I think this is an important, I, I just really like that they're showing this on a show. Like, like it's cool that Bojack Horseman does it, but it feels really good and different that a show like star is doing it too like this is something that kids need to know like that if you're not gonna be happy all the time but that's not bad that's just how it is and i really enjoy that because i think that's a more important message to send out to people who can't watch bojack horseman sometimes because bojack horseman like it's coming out to people like us like we're adults we're watching it and this is coming out to a lot of people with a much broader a much broader user uh, viewer base like in much younger and they don't get to see Bojack and see that it's normal, that this is something that they're going to grow up with. And it's not necessarily bad. I think that's a really interesting comparison. Like, uh, I think this is like a Bojack type moment when Star is like doing something and like, I'm, I'm not happy doing this. I'm, I'm just not happy right now. And that's yeah. kind of what she's going through in Beach Day. Um, I, I think that kind of checks out in, in terms of like, you know, you know, Bojack is this, does this kind of like really um, masterful depth full character work um and i think the strongest part of star for me has always been its character work even it's been sidelined sometimes yeah so like i think this would be the t- one of the handful of quote-unquote kids shows that would be capable of getting into something like this yeah um and it's it's really fantastic to see them getting back to that or at least they probably have been doing it but like seeing some clarity on it and lifting the veil of some of these other things that have been also happening and uh getting getting to this type of um you know in-depth character work emotional character work for star um sam what do you think of the go ahead andy first um just just finish up and i think that also continues in duke duke as well where at the end of the episode star is not like the good person or the bad person here she's just being herself and the show is being very honest with us that Star is just a girl, a teenage girl who has emotions and feelings. And it, it does like it, we can judge her for her actions, but like she's still herself. And there's it, there's not like a moral thing here for what she did to Tom. Like there's not like a correct answer for what happens at the end. And I really like that. And that feels very Bojack as well. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too, in that uh, the, the scene with Tom, no one's no one's right. I feel like no one's wrong. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to get into that more. But I, I agree. It's yeah. kind of just like an, a raw, honest portrayal of this moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sam, what do you what do you think? What do you make of character? The type of stuff we've been talking about with what Star's character arc has been going on these weeks. So what, what, what stands out to you about it? Um, I don't really know. I thought it was interesting that especially in the beach day episode, which, you know, we were all really hyped up for that. She kind of takes a step back and says, well, you know, I wasn't actually happy when this happened and it was all, I guess, set up on a lie that I decided to tell myself. But I think that's a real sign of maturity in a way 
like sometimes when you go through not so good periods in your life, you have to have something to keep you going. And I thought it was really interesting and really grown up that Star would do that for herself, even though she was a little bit angry and upset about it uh, in retrospect or in the future. I don't know, time. Uh, but I, I thought it was really interesting because I don't, I don't think that obviously season one star wouldn't have done something like this. I don't even think season three star would have done something like this. I think it was, I don't know. It's, it's hard to pinpoint. I really liked the discussion that just happened like two minutes ago about <laughs> it sort of being a Bojack Horseman sort of moment. It's, it kind of does feel like a little bit like Bojack light in that way. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I think you can tell that this comes from uh, like a writer's room full of people who have been through similar situations in terms of needing something to get them through a hard time. And I don't know, like you don't really see that sort of thing represented in media in general. You know, nobody really talks about how you can, well, obviously not everybody is trying to take control of their kingdom and help the new queen out, but it, it like, the similar situations of, you know, the hard stuff that happens and nobody really talks about, you know, needing something to get through. It's always, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do this, that, and the other, and, you know, just make it through. But Star needed that, and I'm glad that we... As a show, as a fan, dumb, I guess, as a character, acknowledge that, you know, you need some hope sometimes. Yeah, but I also really like that, like, you mentioned, like, there's these big stuff happening with Star, but it's not those things that break her. Yeah, that not it's those, the small it's, things. It's a thing that people can relate to. It's yeah. this thing where it's like, I had this trip looking forward, I was looking forward to this trip, and it wasn't what I expected it to be. And yeah. I think that's really important. They really grounded this emotional beat in this craziness where we talk to a guy named Father Time. Like, it's this really grounded, really relatable moment in her life, and I really like that. Yeah, Star says, uh, some days knowing that I'd be this happy was the only thing that kept me going. Uh, very kind of somber thing to say in this yeah. type of show. Yeah, the the the, the that, whole discussion like, surrounding that. That almost feels like something would, that would come out of Bojack's mouth at some time. Like like it feels <laughs> like that might come out of his mouth. Yeah, Alex. Oh uh, well, also like well, first, I just want to say like the, the the that line of like that that gets me through uh, through the day or like it like keeps me going like that 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 like makes it feel a lot more serious and like that that adds to the weight of of that scene and uh, also at, at the. At the end, like we, we talk, uh, it's talked about how like this is based uh, on on a lie she's telling herself. But then Marco is like, well, but at the same time, like that is like self determination of like setting a a goal for yourself. Like even if it doesn't come to fruition in the way you expected, but like still you like worked towards something and you finally got there. And like you you should like appreciate the road that you went on in in that sense and like enjoy the moments of happiness that came along along the way even if it doesn't come out the way you expect. So, like, it, the, the fact that, like, even though Star calls it, like, this, it was 
uh, that was based on a lie, but like the show is trying to tell you, like, no, like your happiness can be valid dependent on like various other factors. It doesn't necessarily need to be just because it comes exactly the way you expected it to, to come out. And uh, also, like, just with uh, in general, I like another thought that came to my head, like this this conversation is very existential in terms of like you know examining your life i think that other times in star this kind of stuff is treated a bit more jokey like for example like earlier in this episode you have marco talking about the the zit and it's like well if i cover it but then will the thing not happen like that's treated like a joke then like in the british tacos episode like marco kind of like goes into a zone like talking about how he's been a terrible boyfriend he's got the big eyes and like jackie laughs it off and that's also kind of treated like a joke but like this sequence is treated seriously even with father time like but like it's star like working her emotions out and i don't think that the show is treating that as a joke and so i think that that also helps a lot that like they're, they're giving that that the the weight it deserves compared to perhaps uh somewhat similar scenes in other parts of the show i think the the marco bad boyfriend thing is a good comparison to yeah that 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 is that is played humorously and that's kind of could be an introspective moment for marco um yeah and and it's not i think it's not just the show i mean obviously it's the show's perspective being told through marco at the end with uh mark but marco marco is the one that says start you created your own happiness through self-determination and yeah, I think it's a great sentiment for Star's character. It's also fantastic that Marco is the one recognizing this, is giving, like, you know, credence to what Star's been going through and, like, uh, helping her with that and, like, just being really supportive. And I feel like this is, like, the type of ideal supportive partner thing that uh, is gr- great grounds for doing Starco at the end of the show. So, like, I, I think giving it, the time if we're if we're gonna do all the stuff we just did now giving it this time and this foundation through this type of moment with marco and the fun they had at the beach and them just hanging out in all these episodes i do think is like okay i you know we're building back up now to 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 starco and culminating that and i think that it's it's good this is these are these are good foundations i feel you know i think especially the scene and marco helping star throughout that um, so this is, I think, something to, to track to see how the show, if we're going to do more things like this, but I think like the, the, these episodes approach was stars going through things. Marco can support her through that. Marco also going through things where they're just doing stuff together. You know, it's, it, it does feel very, um, before we got into relationship drama things, kind of resetting things. And I think it's a good place to, to go where we're going to start getting the Starco again. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, that was a fantastic scene. Marco, I mentioned them also, like, just having the scenes of having fun together at the beach. We have, uh, uh, yeah, the old lady ends up taking the photo. By the way, the whole, the whole photo thing with, um, Star ends up giving it to herself and she realizes that and it's in that moment she gives it to Father Time. I found that to be, like, very, uh, fulfilling, very, like, satisfying time travel stuff. Um, I think, like, that mm-hmm. really worked. Uh, way better than anything Endgame did with time travel, don't at me. Uh, yeah, no, 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 you're right. It's a much smaller thing, but still. Yeah, this is like two two minutes worth of it. So you know, there's we less didn't to need, think we about. We didn't need to do three hours. <laughs> it's, it's so, um, so I think I think the point is, Dylan, the time travel works because it's told to us in post, and it works because it comes with this like character moment of yes, like yes. giving something up. Like like it's important, but also it comes from this moment of. Like, it, it, like she takes a picture of it with her phone, but like that also like kind of symbolizes her just 
kind of like internalizing this moment inside of her instead of just holding on to this physical thing all the time. And I really liked that. Like it was there, there was a physical picture she has now, but like, it's, it, it felt symbolic and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, my, I think Marco throughout this episode, I think is, is good as well. I mentioned the having fun with started Marco on being a, the sand, sand mermaid. Um, yes. I think, yeah. Uh, I think that's good. Also in a week when Jackie's back, as Alex pointed out, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, the, the stuff with the Zed, I found that like, he's like, goes in, do I have free will? I found that a little bit more just like time travel jokes, but, um, yeah, I think I, I could see how that relates to that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought Beach Day, especially at the end was really good. The first half is a little bit, you know, um, the thing we've been doing where it's like zaniness and then consequential stuff at the end, but the consequential stuff was like much more. Yeah. It's, it's all feels like to get them there, you know? And so I, I think Doop Doop is a more egregious example of that, but yeah, Beach Day also <laughs> like where the first half just feels like we're working towards something that yeah. we just got to get through the first half. Yeah, so that's why it wouldn't be uh, it's, it's the best, best, best episode for me. I think this feels like Just Friends. Just Friends also is like a part from season two that had like them getting to a place. I don't know. I feel like the show's done that for a while. Um, but yeah, oh, it's still like, okay, so we, lo- we love the end of Beach Day and some really interesting things here. We can get into Doop Doop since we have already been discussing a lot of this. Um, but uh we 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 get the the thing we're talking about where star realizing she's not happy in a situation she's delaying saying goodbye to everyone as uh, marco's going earth and she's apparently going on a trip with tom um i don't think we knew about that (laughs) before this but uh she says goodbye to um she says she says i'm done being a princess can finally do whatever i want continuation of the um coronation uh character arc we're getting with star um she says goodbye to eclipsa and and globgore um to uh, ponyhead um ponyhead great in this episode right um because the ponyhead show will never die considering it wasn't that great the first episode with it we've done that a lot uh katrina and buffrog say goodbye to them Uh, yeah, Buffer will be back. All these people will probably be back, but we this could be the last season. Goodbye to Evan. Moon, though. We'll see Moon with Moon. She said goodbye this to is, Moon. This is the last, like, character moment goodbye. Like, we might see them again in, like, some kind of, like, final, like, conflict thing. But that won't be the same as seeing them in their, like, n- like normal habitat, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, they'll, they'll be roped into the Mina stuff, unfortunately. Um, the... I, I guess I have co- growing confidence considering the show handled this week so well that we'll do interesting things with like the Mina, but on its own, that's like compared to anything, literally anything we did this week, Mina is so much less interesting. I feel like I guess they're setting her up to be like the final villain of the series. It's so weird. That, I'm more more confident in that is I, I I shot that down last week, but I am more confident in that considering we're not building anything else up this week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's got to be more of a symbolic thing. You can't just have, you know, like you can't, it's not mean, you know, it's Mina representing prejudice or um, stars, star battling herself or, you know, uh, so it's got to be something like that. Or yeah. the Magic High Commission is still involved if yeah, you want to read into that eclipse, uh, that, uh, um, whatchamacallit, the yeah. Hecapoo we'll, thing. Yeah. We'll talk about Hecapoo, yeah. Um, so star says goodbye to Doop Doop. Um, oh my god. Hey. How have we not mentioned this yet? <laughs> how have we not mentioned Star's Hey, I opened the podcast with a Doop Doop, okay? Star's first spell. <laughs> but no, we haven't spell. mentioned him, though. Um... <laughs> Uh, on rewatch the thing that like made me laugh most was this exchange with star and tom tom oh uh do you have to make a doop doop 
Uh, sorry, I already did in here. Um, it's very, oh I my don't know. god! <laughs> what was Doop Doop voiced by Justin? Justin Roiland. Bingo! Yes. <laughs> yep. Justin Roiland. He sounds exactly like yeah, the real Justin Mr. Roiland. Poopy Butthole here. Oh, he sounds exactly like Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everybody. I just I don't have the patience for this. Is, this is the uh, kid appropriate version of the Justin Roiland character, though. So it's 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 fine. Uh, he's like. Uh, he's, he's a star, he's like coughing, uh, I fell down, just like a regular broom. Yeah. So wow, that's, that's how brooms work. I thought he was very funny. So, so, this was definitely just Justin in a room, like, they just told him what his character was and he just talked, right? Like, they didn't give him any lines, that's not how uh, it was. Probably, probably, yeah. I think we probably had a similar thing with Alex Hirsch as that, uh, Starko Goblin, uh, last season. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm pro dupe dupe. I thought I, I thought it was funny, in spite of this being the ten thousandth time I've seen this <laughs> same Justin Roiland joke character. <laughs> so yeah, is, is Alex pro pro or anti dupe dupe? Uh, pro dupe dupe. He he embodies the theme of of, of uh, characters and objects not really knowing what their purpose is in society or in life. Like he he dupe dupe is pretty much star. Like you know he doesn't wow. know what to do with himself. Oh. Can you elaborate on this in a 10,000-word essay on why Doop Doop's arc is the same as Star's arc? <laughs> so you see, Star right now is in the process of falling onto the ground as like a broom that doesn't know how to get back up. But but the difference is that Star will have friends who know how to use a broom Wow, pick her but, up. But Star is the one that abandoned <laughs> that Doop Doop, really so is, isn't the Star's fault for <laughs> Yeah, Star is ignoring dupe dupe and so this is the uh the worst case scenario for someone where they they don't have the help and that's that's what's important is just look out for dupe dupes in your life you know that that need the help to <laughs> dupe dupes to in your life yeah. go on yeah okay d- 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 there, that, 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 was that was your that was your deep dupe dupe thank discussion. you thank you deep, good, deep let's dupe never, dupe that was good let's d- never d- talk deep about Deep dupe. Deep, it's a deep dupe. Dupe, dupe, deep. All right, come on, let's let's keep going. If you okay, read it backwards, okay. it's pooed, pooed. Stop. It is. Pooed. <laughs> it's in the outhouse. Stop yeah, it. it is. Okay, okay. Sam's just eager to talk about the Tom Star breakup. Okay, let's let's get to that. So, uh, sure. Star, star, star is like inventing people to say goodbye to. To say goodbye to Apple Jeff. Um, Apple Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Rastacor, the robot guy that used to hang out with Meteora. Yeah. So the star making fun, star making fun of its own mythology. That's good. Uh, Apple, Apple Jeff. I want to see Apple Jeff, but, um. Is he an Apple named Jeff? Yeah. What's your, what's your thought? What's your theory, Star, Sam, on this? Did you just call me Star? Excuse me. (laughs) That's a compliment. Um, uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. Is he an Apple named Jeff? Is he the same Apple from Apple and Onion? Ooh. That's the show, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, is, is he show. is he like a like a Johnny Appleseed kind of guy? Uh, I don't know. He could be anybody. Does he just really like apples? Yeah. Is he a talking horse that likes apples? Oh, <laughs> nobody's gonna get that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that that sounds right though. <laughs> um. Uh, so we 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 say yeah. So the star does the thing with um trying to delay the trip, and um then we get to she doesn't know where to go, didn't circle anything, and then she needs time to figure things out. Now that she's not a princess, Tom gets upset. Um, he says he's gonna go, and he says let him know when she's figured things out. Honestly, pr- I, 
to give Tom some credit. Like he has really grown lately, and that that's very mature. We were waiting like, for the Tom anger relapse, and this would have no, been the moment, and he did no, not. No, have but it, it was. Yeah. But it, it was, was very close. But I think it was very realistic too, yeah. and I think mm-hmm. yeah, and I really liked that the show didn't like tell us that Tom was wrong to be angry. He was very reasonable and being like star this has been going on for a long time and i've been very reasonable with you and now it, like like it just felt very real but also didn't like diminish tom's character at the same time and i really appreciated that yeah i thought it was good tom it, i think it's completely understandable tom's reaction to this yeah right? like uh it's basically my reading of the situation is um stars busy is always busy as a princess tom's um you know happy to be with her for now but waiting until they can be together in a more fully realized situation and then they she, they get to the point where they could be and she doesn't know if she even wants to be with tom and uh so then tom is is like well, that's why she's like i would have lo-, tom's like i would have loved to known this uh before um you know and I think that it's kind of understandable that's what Star is going through, especially because we've been seeing it from her perspective. Um, and it's Tom's reaction also understandable and also pretty, I think, okay. Like, I think it's the, he ends, I, like his, his emotional ang- burdening on anger isn't great, but he's like, let me know when you figured it out. Like, okay, that's the right thing to say. You know, he also could break up with her if he, if he wanted to, but, um, He's, you know, this is this is a completely reasonable thing to say in this situation. Um, yeah, I don't know, a- Alex. Do you, what did you make of when this this came on? Were you surprised when this moment happened in the episode, and uh, how do you think it was handled? I I think by like halfway through the episode, you you begin to get the sense like, okay, she's delaying because she's having second thoughts, sort of thing. But uh, and so, but when the the breakup actually happens. Like what I found interesting is that like Tom in at the end of coordination offers this trip as the idea of, okay, now you, you, you are finally free. Like now we can go off and do our own thing. And so like, I, I wonder what, what would happen in an alternate, in an alternate take where Tom is like, well, that's what this trip is for. It's for us to figure things out. Right. Like try, like, because I, I, I just find it interesting that Tom immediately interprets this as, okay, star doesn't want to be with me. Like rather than it being like a whole thing with stars entire life sort of thing. So uh, like, I, I, I get the, the, like the general language of, I need to take, uh, I need to figure things out, meaning I need to like get, take some distance, but I just find it in- interesting. Like that's the interpretation as opposed to the idea that like, I think the trip was meant to be figuring things out together sort of thing, rather than star wanting to figure things out on her own, which is still continuing this like side thing with star of like, well, I guess it's not, it's not really a star thing to be, be like wanting to fix things without help from others. But I guess more just like not trusting Tom enough to be that help that she needs for, uh, for something, for something internal like that. So yeah, uh, it, uh, obviously this is, it's it, it, like, we, we know that's uh, Tom star was never really going to be any game. So but I, 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 that was the part that like, I, ping like clung on to it's like well like why is it specifically that we interpret this as star breaking up with tom rather than just star like wanting to figure out where her life is going and like uh, tom interprets it in in perhaps a more superficial way than what we as the audience see star going through so this this is a fantastic point tom could have said 
Um, okay, I understand you've been going through a lot. I'm here for you. Good, let's go on this trip. We can figure things out. Let's not go on this trip. I'll, I'll be with you, like, to, for you to figure things out. Um, this is, I think this, like, speaks to the fact that, like, relationships are so intrinsically tied into our lives and the direction of our lives. And it's, like, really hard to not react like Tom did, I feel like, in this situation. Like, because I read it as Star saying she didn't want to be with Tom either, but, you know, she doesn't, she isn't necessarily saying that Tom isn't have to be this huge thing in her life that she needs to figure out. She could be figuring out other things, but I feel like the way we as a society treat relationships, it kind of is seen as that. Like, um, it, it's like stars, like when she says that she is talking about Tom, like stars life, you know, when you're with someone, the assumption is almost that you're the direction of your life is about them when you're being in a relationship with them. Um, for good or bad, and I, I feel like that, I don't know. That's what that made me think of when you talked about that, Alex. And I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, Tom could have totally just been more patient with that. Um, but I also think that's not what Star. I think Star wouldn't have reacted well if he said that but, either. But, I, I, I think Star was talking about Tom. But I don't think that's fair because the thing is, if he doesn't want to be in the relationship anymore, if he doesn't want to deal with it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's valid for him to be like. I don't want to put the work in for this because it's not worth it. Like, that's, oh, it's totally, to- to- yeah, I still think it's totally valid. Yeah, like, I, I think yeah. that I just want to make sure it's included here because, like, if he wants the relationship to happen, he doesn't have to put in that work. But if he doesn't, this is a fine way to, like, it, he does get a little bit mad, but I think it's an acceptable amount. And it's like, sometimes relationships just don't work. And I think this is showing that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I I think um, this is a relatively healthy portrayal of this type of thing by the show. Um, yeah, you know, like this these things, it, it, the breaks or breakups or different variations on a relationship can happen whenever by you know who, whoever, and it's okay. And life is hard, and people go in different directions, and it's okay. It, like that's going to affect the relationship like this, and. I think like how Tom reacted is it's and it's like how else is you know this is this is what's gonna happen. I feel like it, yeah, I agree. It would be like above, way above and beyond for Tom to be like, okay, whatever you want to do, I'll bend my entire life to yeah. accommodate that. Right? Like that's that's probably not realistic. So that's no. why I said like uh, he's. I think this is the best case scenario how he can react like this, and I think it shows he cares about so much Star so much that um, he's like you know. Let me know when you figured things out. Um, it was a relatively patient response, I think. It was very patient, but also accepting that Star might not come back. And I think that's important. And I and I really like this breakup a lot more than Marco and Jackie's breakup. Like, I just think this one is a lot more, I don't know. It, like, Jackie and Marco's breakup had, like, some amount of it where it's, like, I felt at least that Marco was in the wrong at some points. But this one, like, I really don't feel like anyone's really in the wrong here. And I think that's good. It's it's like, this is the kind of moral grayness I want Star to have, not the moral grayness it was trying before. Like, this is the stuff I want. Uh, and it's interesting, the parallel be- between this and the Marco-Jackie, because uh, Marco and Jackie break up. 
because at that time, like Marcos, like has a still a very strong uh, affection for Star, and like that's kind of messing up their relationship. Whereas like here, I I think that the show has done enough at, at like at this part of the show to make Starco not as big a thing, and we're focusing more on on Star's direction in life, which is like a a, a bigger a bigger thing, and like something that would affect both relationships equally, as opposed to like you know the the Marco Jack Jackie impetus, which is just you know Marco having feelings for someone else at the same time, or, or like the, the, there it's like just like a second romance in the background versus this being more like bigger life stuff going on. So I think that that also makes this uh, breakup feel a little bit more equitable in that there's like a there, there there's a bigger thing that affects the the relationship seriously here versus that which feels a little bit more one sided. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is this is resonating. I think it's 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 facilitating a deep kind of discussion about this type of thing versus the other. I, I don't even remember too many details of the Marco Jackie breakup until until Britta's Tacos Jackie has been written out of my, our memory. But um, yeah, I, I think going quickly going back to the thing before, I think it's tempting maybe to say like Star is quote unquote at fault for what's happening here. I feel like if anyone, it, you someone might say Star, but I think like. It's this is just how like what happens, you know, like yeah, being together is like someone's life might go in a different direction, and they're allowed to have that happen. It's like stars and- not under an obligation to stay in the direction of her life where being with Tom is factored in, and that's really hard for Tom. But like that's the vulnerable place you put yourself in in being with someone like that, and I think that's like it, 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 it's, it's yeah, and. <laughs> It's like Tom's gonna have a lot to go through because of this, and um, I, you know, I hope he doesn't become bitter and blame Star. And I think based on the way he reacted, he won't. But you know, it's still gonna be really hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think the other important part here is that like Star is a kid; it's like a teenager. Like this is something she has to learn to deal with, like how to not not just in like relationships like this, but in general when you realize a friend or a significant other, like you realize. I need to move past this. That's not an easy conversation to have. And she's learning that you can't really dodge that. Like that's part of growing up. You realize you can't dodge the things you need to like come face. Like, like you have to, you have to, wow, face head on. Sometimes you have to face some problems head on sometimes. And this is one of those, like you can't just keep going. No, Tom, it's fine. No, Tom, it's fine. Cause she did that for a whole season and it just, yeah, yeah. and that's what made Tom react so badly. And I hope that's a lesson she learns. Not that you're acting too badly. Star needs to, you know, do stick up for what she wants and go in the direction her life she wants, regardless of if Tom's on for the ride or not. And I also think that the healthiest thing is for Star to address this in more depth now. I don't think like, like, I assume the way the show will handle this is this is will be treated as their breakup and referred to as such. But like for Star as a person, like she can't she shouldn't let this be where it ends with Tom. She should just have a more in-depth conversation with him um like actually break up and address like this is where i want to go um like this is this is why you know like discuss how they're feeling um i think this was like not the worst start but it was pretty quick and it would need to be uh more of a thing for them to i feel like have emotional closure from what's going on here well, it's the thing also like with Lava Lake Beach, right, where like they have that like, they begin to have that deep conversation, but then it gets cut off by like all the like, storm stuff. And so we don't really like 
get into that deeply. And then here is a situation where, like, with Tom, it kind of, like, breaks it off. It's like, okay, I need to, like, go and, like, let you have your time. So I, I think it's just a situation where the Tom, anytime we've had a Tom Stark conversation, it feels like it always gets cut off. So um, I, I I, I would hope that the show does that one day, but I get this feeling like that they're portraying their dynamic as something where they can't have deep conversations for too long, which which maybe speaks something to the strength of their relationship. Yeah, right. Like it, that's not a good sign. But also, they're young and had learning through how to go through this. Um, I think Star needs some. It's good that Tom said go for a little bit so star can understand what she wants because it's you know especially hard if star doesn't even know that so she had some time away maybe she has some more time away next week maybe they have a discussion right before the finale um if not i hope it's referenced like i doubt that's something the show is going to show on screen but like i think that'd be a good thing for star to mention that happens off screen um you know i it's weird I, i i find myself in a place because of the way they presented this and the strength of the way they presented this breakup where i want a another tom star scene or more or more tom star referrals like referring to that like i want that to be a part of the show in order to fully uh close this arc and i think that speaks to um kind of it being fairly well handled this episode um i don't know alex any any Thoughts to this being too quick here, or do you think it's like something where it's good if it's refer- if it's closed later, or is it okay if it's this is it? Um, I don't know if it's okay if this is it, but I will say like we talked about Tom Star a lot on this uh, this podcast. Like, there's been a lot of uh, exposure for them, so I think like we've we've got enough of a of a feel for like the the arc of their relationship that like that this does feel like uh, something momentous and something that had built up and uh, but also like with the emotional weight that we've been getting not just in this episode but like a couple of others in this batch uh, i think that it i i, I i'm not that doubting that the show might will touch this it will touch this again and maybe just from tom's perspective but like if we also do it from star's perspective that would also be great so yeah but like i i i do think that the show has done enough with tom star for us to you know buy it as like you know the the classic teen relationship where at the at the end of the day they just need to like sort out their 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 issues and maybe perhaps go their separate ways but um, but I mean, the, the scene was great. So like, if if this was the very end, I mean, obviously you'd like more, but like, I do think that this was a very well executed scene. If this ends up being the last one, yeah, yeah. Hope hopefully hopefully we'll get uh some, some other uh ref- some something else from it down the line. But this this was really good, and I this this is they made me feel the most for Tom and Star right at the end. So that's good. I feel like that was the most successful portrayal. Of the two of them, there's a bit some strong Tom Star stuff too. Also the 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 Lake Lake House Fever right too this season. So um, at least we found a little bit a bit there before where we ended it. So that's we'll we'll see if we get back to Tom Star. But um, Rip uh, finally has has happened, and uh, I, I think it was a really great scene to end this episode. And it's it's a similar, I think, similar to Beach Day where the end is really strong. But also, I think Doop Doop was. Uh, pretty good as well let's get back to the dupe dupe character sam no uh, j- just kidding okay <laughs> we haven't even touched on two episodes yeah, let's move on, on to Brito, let's move on to brito's tacos because okay well, also... just, uh, well br- briefly like connecting to british tacos dupe dupe ends with star deciding both, to go to earth yeah and yeah, yeah. like looking for marco like that that's her safe place 
face, right? And right. It's like, so that, the last line is, it's, of, good, it's yeah. good to be back. You know? So that's so. a sign of, like, you know, like I mentioned before, this is, you know, Star leaves Tom, needs to figure things out, goes to Marco, you know. This is this is a sign of uh, of what's coming here um, to Earth more broadly, but also going to Marco, um, which is I think found from the foundations of their dynamic portrayed throughout the entirety of the show. I think makes a lot of sense. Um, but also, I think this this week functions as kind of a Mariposa Marco Junior. Um, arc of episodes here as uh, yeah. Star meets Mariposa on on the uh, at the end of this episode, and then British Tacos they they take her to. British Dakas and we have closure with all of all, all of the our favorite Earth characters. Hey, why does everybody joke that Mariposa is Marco's daughter? <laughs> so <laughs> from the people from the perspective of the people on Earth, Marco went away with Star for six months and yep. then comes back with the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, That's how effect, that works. In that uh, effect, though, it is I I really think that that gag was very funny. I, every time, every time it was, I it hit me too, Dylan. And I loved Marco just like accepting it at one point, just be like, "Fine, I get it. It's it's not worth it." Star Marco had a baby, says uh, Ferguson. Right? Yeah. I guess uh, that's the plight of the sibling who's like ten plus years older. Yeah. That's how it was with my sister when I was a kid, since I was like twelve years younger than her. Anyway. Oh, all right. So you are you relating to Mariposa? I guess. Yeah. Um, so hot takes, cold foods, real quick. Tacos. Um, I don't really like tacos that much, but I love burritos. <laughs> I'm the oh, opposite. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I I think it's a situation like they were using the crunchy tacos in yeah, this, which I'm quite can. against. That you got to go really? soft tacos. Yeah, soft, man. Really? soft shell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or just I, have a burrito. Britta's Tacos is an institution, though. This has been uh, sure an institution that show. just hired an unemployed sensei and a teenager. <laughs> okay, I have a, I have a flaming hot take. I think here. Um, okay. Okay. Oh no! Oh no! I'm ready. Sensei is so funny this episode. Like, <laughs> the funniest character <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> I love Sensei. Elaborate on that. What was the everything he said was amazing. Okay, please elaborate on like what jokes did he have that were memorable? (laughs) Alex got so excited. Just the way he said everything. He's something about pain, right? He was like, uh, when he's giving them the the hot the hot pepper. Yeah, like uh, right. I feel the pain. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every and just his delivery at the beginning. I forget the line, but at the beginning of that sequence is delivery too, and it's just like. Why? What is? What is? This is so stupid. This is the stupidest character, and why is he working here? And why is he treating this like, like it's I, normal? I, I think my issue with this episode is that I think a lot of these characters are stupid. Like, stupid. why? They're why do stupid. I want the principal back? Why do I want Star Panther team back? Why do I want Ferguson and Alfonso back? I don't. So, it's like, supposed to be the mirror of Doop Doop. We just said goodbye to everyone on Beauty. Now it's yes, yes. Earth. And they even lampshaded by like Star Fan Thirteen, going like, everyone comes for tacos today, even though Janice and France. I mean, Jackie's in France. She somehow yeah, shows just, up here yeah. at the taco stand on Tuesday. Yeah. Like we, we don't want these characters, and it's that we only see them for two seconds. The only one I'll give some credence to is Starfan 13. There's a lot of Starfan 13 in this episode. Uh, everyone else is like five seconds. So I think it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, but I don't know. Uh, Oscar also working there. <laughs> Much yes. less successful, but still just very stupid. That. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Star. The whole thing with Star is she's doing nothing in this episode. Um, she's uh, this is, it she's fe- very much dude. felt like season one Star. 
which I think in a good way. Well, yeah, um, which makes sense since we brought back what's your names, the friends who like D and D. Oh, yeah, for Fergus and Alphonse. Fergus like and Alphonse. these yeah, are all those season guys one who, characters who we yeah. have not seen since yeah, season one. Very thankfully. Much yeah, uh, well, we saw them, I think, last season in a, what we thought was their goodbye, but nope. Uh, oh, uh, here's a great line from Sensei. I see you're a dad now. Figures. Um, <laughs> That's your crow what? voice. Kill it, kill it. That's just your crow voice. <laughs> They're all the same. They're, <laughs> They're all the same, same character. <laughs> I see you're a dad now. You need to put some more into it like that. Yeah, Why figures. In an anime dub. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, it's <laughs> bad DBZ dub. Yeah, that's what that yeah. is. You could be a... <laughs> Who would that be, Vegeta? Who cares? They'll they'll be everybody. They'll be everybody with the same voice. Oh uh, yeah, I, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, no, we got we got the whole thing is like Marco. We're hiding it from Jackie. We're hiding from Marco. Yeah. Hiding from Jackie. Also, this uh, mystery prize from the punch card and uh, it being a T-shirt, and it's it's also it's all very dumb. And I think it's good. Principal and Crandall. Crandall uh, definitely not the same as on on Muni. Um, and uh, Starfan thirteen. She was here. Yeah, yes. yeah. I but thought she was funny at times. The biggest I, point of this episode, I felt, was that Jackie is dating. Yes, a lady. Yes, Jackie's <laughs> girlfriend Chloe. I can't believe it. Is here. Yes. I'm very happy. Sam, did you did you had you foreseen this for Jackie? And what do you think? Uh, somebody's gonna have to go back in the receipts for that. Obviously, I thought Jana was gonna be. The first one to break that mold, but it was Jackie. And you know what? It's cool. I love it. I think it's amazing. They skateboard together. That's beautiful. That's that's some yeah, they hold hands while they skateboard. It's so cute. It's just French and they do parkour. I love it. It's everything I want in a romance. (laughs) French exchange student skater GF. Uh yeah. yes yes exactly. So, I think the Delaney, Delaney called Jackie being a lesbian. Yeah, oh, yeah, like a sophomore did. slump. She did. I think so. Yeah, we have to, that's remember. a great that's a great podcast. We have to go back to that one. But um, these yeah okay well yeah for, okay yeah we'll get into Jackie. So yeah, Jackie um is uh cool. Everything's cool. Marco's like worried that he was a terrible boyfriend, and Jackie's like, "You were a standard <laughs> standard boyfriend." Wow, uh, truer words were never spoken. <laughs> Jackie says, "This is my favorite line." Jackie, look, look, look! I, I I learned a lot about myself in France, and we just weren't the best match. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what could that mean? The the episode I think is um, frustratingly not uh, explicit, but that was the most explicit it was. They hold um, hands; it's fine. Uh, honestly, Jackie hasn't been a thing for like how many episode seasons? A lot. Yeah, I'll allow it. Like, you know what? She's not here to be like, oh, hey, Marco, by the way, I'm gay. Bye. Yeah, like, yeah. they're... Well, she should have said it's my girlfriend, Chloe. That, yeah, that, that, she should have said that. But, I mean, like, I think the fact of the matter is Jackie has no... Does not need to give a full explanation to Marco. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're They're amicable, but they're not, like, really close friends anymore. He was gone for six months. Like, exactly. like I don't think she needs to explain anything more. But, again, if she had said girlfriend, I think this whole scene would just be much better. Oh, not yeah. not just yeah. not just because like from a 
progressive standpoint, but because I think everything said by Jackie would be much clearer and much it make much more sense. That's something it was definitely clear without it. So this is one of those I mean, times like, when they made it very explicit. Um, but it, it would, would, it would have been tie, it would have tied it together a lot better. Yeah. This is this is I guarantee this yeah. is one of those things where they storyboarded the scene and she did say girlfriend and then the executive said they were like it. nope. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's exactly what happened. Probably they're um, just really good friends. They hold hands because she's French and that's what they do in in France. And, they hold she, hands. No, 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 Sam. What it is is. Uh, she was a skater girl, and so was she's and the other girl was a skater girl. Yeah. And they, but she's not as good of a skater girl, so they hold hands. And wow. obviously, all the skater Aww, girls, they're, they're helping. Yeah, they're other. helping. Yeah. And that, that's all it is. They're not. Yeah. Uh, they're not. No, she I, was I, a skater I, girl. She said, "See you later, boy." Tomorrow. No, no, no. She, and then she no, rode she, off into the sunset. No, 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 no Sam. Girl. She was a skater girl. Uh-huh. And she was a skater girl, and that's it. That's the song. That the, yeah, that's the whole song. There you go. You just wow. Forgot where's that? that? Yeah, where's the gay edit of? You rewrote the whole hit, 2003 Avril Lavigne hit yeah. song, wow. "Skater Boy." Yeah. Congratulations. I think I think the scene is it would be considered a win in terms of representation because it is very clear, and you know they're holding hands. Oh, and it's very oh, apparent oh. that they're also yeah. stars really into Chloe. Yes. Um, yeah, and also Jackie's like, don't mess that one up to Marco, that star. Yeah. So there's Jackie star, ships there's Starka. Starka. Jackie ships Starka. Also just maybe into Star, but, you know, uh, star, yeah. star into Chloe. Yeah, it's all great. It's all great. Um, the, the continuation of Bye Star. Well, even more so well, than the later episode. Yeah. Yes, so we'll get to that, yeah. Um, but... Uh, what what yeah this is the, the two things we were truly blessed about this week were the Tom Star breakup and Jackie having a girlfriend. I this think was that's so it. surprising. Like I just think this like I just was not expecting this of all things to happen this week and then there were still two more episodes after this that were good. Like I was ready like I was like ready for the week to be done. Like I'm okay. I got everything I needed and then there were still two ep- good episodes after this. Yeah, we were sated from <laughs> Jackie having a girlfriend and then there was even more uh it was it was it was great uh also just jackie coming back after being written off the show for a long time yeah very notable on its own uh, was disappointingly doubt- wasn't a mermaid but no, you know if you she can't was have a mermaid this, no, no no if like her girlfriend was a mermaid like can you imagine like <laughs> oh that'd be so cool oh, and she God. had like a little skateboard and she yeah. was just like in it the tank because she's a mermaid and the tank was on a skateboard and she just like rode off on it that would be great is this like a water something? situation yeah it's a, sh- it's a shape of water situation yeah <laughs> <laughs> would not make any sense but yeah is marco being a mermaid a reference to the jackie being in oh, the it, episode? Has it has to be it has to be there's no way it's not um, I also I found Marco Marco being a mermaid wearing the uh, the fake mermaid uh, top. I found fa- I, f- I found connections to Pr- Princess Marco. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I thought we're they were talking about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, anyway, well we'll see. I'm also interested if the show's going to get into that at all more um, later down the line. Uh, a lot of things that we could do and three weeks left of, of Star. But okay, more more in British style. We haven't fully mentioned Ferguson and Alonzo, their triumphant return. Well, fully? What, what more do you need to say? Well, no, we have to mention their friends. Their D&D oh, group. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah, their new cool D&D group. Alonzo says, being a nerd has gotten super cool since you left. Yeah. Dylan, which one of the four new friends is the DM? Because it's not Ferguson or Alfonso, right? Like they Alfa- can't. Oh, Alfonso, not Alonzo. Is it, I think it's Alfonso, probably. I don't know. Um, I, well, what... I, it's Mari Posa. She's the DM, <laughs> the baby. Yep. I have to find. I have to find a screenshot of the friends. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. no. I, I don't have a screenshot either. I was hoping you did, so you could tell me which I, one. I think this is fun satire of like, oh, D and D's mainstream now. Here's all these cool people playing D and D. Yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah, I think that's basically it. So there you go. I I, <laughs> I love it. Oh, the prize, pri- the prize. Oh, the prize is a t-shirt, and then uh, the real prize was getting to see all our friends. <laughs> that is the real prize. It was so funny that friends time, along like, the way. Some would yeah. say. Yeah. Some would say. Our friend needle. Like they just. They just lampshade it. Like, I, I can't get over how much, like, they just took these two episodes and made them just, like, we're going to see all our characters again. And they just lampshaded it in, like, the funniest way both times. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Every, everything is making fun of everyone in British Tacos, and I love it. Yeah. Um, to a lesser extent, also in Doop Doop as well. But, uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's talk Gone Baby Gone, because this is also a great episode. Um, and we barely talked about it. So this is a big... Mariposa episode and Meteora, and we get to see Teen Mariposa and Meteora as this is the fourth iteration of Meteora that we've seen. I think yes, yes. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, it's still going. It's Somehow turning into still... one of the most complete characters. <laughs> yeah, I, I find it hard to like accept her as a baby. I don't know. It's she's just so many different people, and I don't. Well. At least for this one, we've seen that, like, when Marco comes back from, like, this time stuff, like, eventually, like, the memories fade and, like, they, like, it's not fully part of him anymore. So, yeah. at least for this one, she's still a baby, at least. Because otherwise, that's really messed up. Well, the whole, the whole t- time thing is messed up. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. They basically kill them when they go back D- through the portal. D- um, it. Morally, they're dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I. <laughs> Slow down there, Chief. It's, it's like, like, it's like James Cameron's Avatar, where oh you like, <laughs> once, once you leave it, it's just an um, uh, empty husk. But, I don't know, this this feels like an Adventure Time episode, honestly. It's a so little absurd. bit, yeah. It feels like one of those uh, fa- Ice King fi- fan fiction oh, episodes. Oh, totally, yeah, because there's a random sorcerer, yeah, like, uh, there's, uh, yeah. It, well, okay, uh, can, can I say, earlier in this season, we had Princess Quasar and, yeah, like, her yeah. alternate universe, and we were like, uh, I, I think some of us, said, like, hey, I, I would see a show, like, a spinoff of that, and, like, here as well, like, I kind of want to see, want... like, a spinoff Teen Mariposa, Teen Meteora show, like, that'd be cool. I want this I... spinoff. This is the spinoff I want now. Yeah, I, I, I like I think. I think like the designs and the. Yeah, I feel like there needs more character depth than. And they are they are like dimension? sisters. Yeah, like, sisters. Yeah. I love but like it. as they grow up in the real world, like they they would obviously get more full characters instead of just being like. Well, are they in the real world? Or are they in this world? Are they? You know, what are they? Yeah, but the point is, I mean, like they grow up in like a normal, more normal way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you they see, can go to like the all. mall and stuff, and then like, like Meteora does like magic to do something to somebody's chili dog or whatever. Yeah. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, also, no, also, no, can no. we say Glosser is teaching Meteora magic? So, like, what if the, there comes a day where like Baby Meteora just like has the ability to open portals and she can take Mariposa at will and like whenever oh, they feel like it, they can go so into cute. the dimension together. Yeah. Oh my God, Alex, Aww. write that fanfic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Like, I I don't know. I just really like this because they're really good. They're fun. I had fun yeah. with them the whole time, and I just like their their character designs are really good too. I like them a lot. Yeah, we got uh, uh, Mariposa voiced by uh, Isabella Gomez from One Day at a Time. Yes! Yeah, and then uh, Meteora voiced by Brianna Salaz, I guess, from uh, The Voice. Um, I don't know, my voice lore, but uh, I thought they were both both really good. And uh, 
it uh it, it, it so the, i i, oh, I want to say that I, I love how the show has handled the alternate dimension aging up thing since running with scissors they've really leaned into it in a lot of episodes but they've done it in a lot of different ways and i think like we're leveraging it a lot because aging characters up and leveraging time spent away from people is very effective storytelling and i feel like the show's used it a lot but like enough that it's not too much but it, we are like getting as much out of it as we can because i do think this is like one of the most exciting every every episode yeah. we do in the dimension is one of my favorites honestly like this is another one um so i i, I this is another great way to do it we get uh brunzetta back briefly at the beginning of this episode oh man so star oh. star heart cheeks just breaking oh my <laughs> yes. god who are you whomst <laughs> brunzetta says whomst <laughs> Star, Star is like freaking out. Did you miss me? Uh, I'm sorry. Who are you again? And then her heart cheeks break. Yeah. Oh, that's so oh sad. <laughs> yeah. And this is great. Following up from like breaking up with Tom, like she's so excited. She's like, oh, I'm not with Tom anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's so I'm eager. Free. I'm available, Brunzetta. Yeah. Uh, uh, say, oh. I, th- I, th- I think Brunzetta might be a little bit too old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Star. What Star's if Brunzetta is also it. an aged up person from a different dimension? You know, maybe but, they can meet when they get back to their. Oh. Uh, is it like an internet relationship metaphor? Like, like, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. But here's the thing. It's five that like Brunzetta says no, but I'm just saying like it's it's also five for Star to have a crush on someone older than herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Really no, sure. that's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she also says, oh, hot Marco in the beginning of this. <laughs> that's great, too. Uh, yeah. So this is – I'm very – so we've been tracking will they follow up on by Star? Will they follow up? Um, they did follow up. It was only 30 seconds. But it's still good. I, I would have preferred if she blushed, and she didn't. She, I think, like notably, didn't blush versus the first episode with this. Um, still, I think this is like not good enough to call this like an arc or like uh, something uh, very notable. Um, you know, we we need a, another episode or two. Uh, but I'm very glad we got back to it in some capacity. And this is I like think- the. U- Sorry, go ahead. I think it was just like, hey, remember when Sarah had a crush on this girl? Yeah. Ha ha ha! I, I think it helps. That, like, I think this is a un- like I don't think we've seen them do this kind of animation with their hearts breaking before. Like, this is kind of a unique animation for this. Yeah, and I think that it's very it, notable. Yeah, I think it, yeah. it it helps cement that this is a thing. But again, it's it, not enough. Yeah, I, I agree. That I think that was the best part of it was the hearts breaking. Yeah, it was uh, it was notable. It was distinctive, distinctive. Yeah, and that feel indeed. when the hearts on your cheeks break. Yeah, that's gonna be a yeah. gift, right? Of uh, stars. Oh, that should breaking. be a gift. That should yeah. be reaction gift. Yeah, we'll work on that. Okay, oh, but at the, the beginning of this episode, uh, Hecapoo comes in and uh, says, uh, "Bad stuff's gonna go down on Muni." Stay this on is her. okay. I want to say, Dylan, this is like. Literally, what happened in our Starco D and D game? Like, is this just as cryptic and stupid? That Hecapo what... just kind of comes in randomly. <laughs> and oh, then, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> like, like, it just I said something that had no real depth, and then just left. And you guys are like, okay, sure. And then like, it, it's <laughs> so they're they're on a D and D campaign right now. Yeah, that's, what that's what it is. But it, like, Hecapo just purposely left a MacGuffin for the players to enter the portal. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The por- oh, this portal's open. Do you want to go through it? Uh, Starco's no, D&D on our, on our patron, patron exclusive. Yeah. Okay. And then I would say no. And then I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's how that would go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, yeah. So we get, uh, Mariposa and Meteora, Bork and Grob or something. Yeah. And, uh, Bork and Grob, I think. 
they 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 drug Star and Marco, and uh, they take them to trade with Wiscan the Granter, um, who looks like Erevos from yes, the Dragon Yes, I had Prince. that in my notes. It's like Erevos slash Lotor looking person. Hot, hot like magic elf guy, right? Like that's yeah. the, the archetype here. And he's got a similar vibe too. <laughs> he's also like, like blue. Hey, I feel like, like, yeah, like and he's blue and sneaky and devious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this, and but except he has like a, st- a thing in his stomach. Ugh, magic, I, I hated it. That was so cute. No but thanks. I, you're gonna feed Star for powers for Mariposa, but then they. Uh, they they fight uh, old fashioned and um, they give him garlic spiders and yeah he doesn't like spiders and they convince them with the finger puppet from the beginning of the episode that they are Marco is her brother and um, they also convince them with food to come back and we'll make sure you grow up together which I thought was really good um, yeah that was so cute will we get to grow up together it's like, yeah. oh. I, it makes me feel good it's like a Rugrats but not super concerning like, like i hadn't thought of this when when they showed us mariposa the first time but it makes sense that like star and marco's family are pretty intertwined at this point even if they don't if starco doesn't happen like they're pretty close and i think it's really cool that we're like it is, this is kind of like an epilogue before we're even done with the show i think it's really cool that we did it this way because like it it makes my brain think like oh this is really fun the world is like going to continue on past marco and star existing like that's cool yeah, it's and a, uh, and I love a butterfly that, like, and the, a Diaz. Yeah, know. well, and I love that they make the parallel between like the Star Marco relationship and the yeah. Mariposa Meteora relationship because like also it's a situation like Mariposa uh, doesn't have magic, Meteora does have magic, but like they both lean on each other and they like they have like their secret conversations. Mariposa re- respects Meteora and vice versa. So like it, it feels like a it feels like a, a almost a mirror of what yeah. Star and Marco have become over the years and. I, I just I really I really love like seeing those two like uh, combine with each other and then like the it briefly like while Mariposa and Marco Marco are fighting together like Star and and Meteor also like are still talking to each other you know <laughs> so it's like yeah. kind of fun yeah it, it's I really like it and and again it leans on that whole pseudo D and D feeling I got at the beginning of this episode where it's like Mariposa is a fighter and um, and uh, Meteor is like a wizard or whatever and. It, it, I don't know. Like they kind of talk about this sometimes that Marco fights, and somehow he's still just good as good at fighting as Star is, despite her having all this magic stuff. I don't know. It's really it's it's a funny vibe. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a good dynamic. Uh, it's you know, I, it totally could be could be the spinoff. I feel like for for Star. So, um, Wiscan, he's a pretty fleshed out. I feel like character design for yeah. for this random appearance. I mean, all these characters are really fully designed for just yeah, happening. I, I was really impressed with the designs for one episode here. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And yeah, all these portal episodes are just one-offs, right? And they, yeah. they all look great. Yeah. Except for um, we saw the, what's her name? Uh, the Brunzetta. We saw her again. Yeah. yeah. Still great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we might have one more portal episode to go in the show. If, uh, oh, so. every single one. Is, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm amazed that like the, all the portal episodes are great, but they like in and they use them a bunch. I'm I'm amazed. I'm not bored of them yet. Like it, like they do something cool with it every single time. And I always enjoy I, I, it. Yeah, I really think so. I feel like the show could do it more. Honestly, um, I know that would be overkill cons- yeah. considering it's like a side thing. But they're so consistently good, and we struggle with some other areas of the show. Like, so it's like, if, why don't we just do this all? The yeah. Time? If, if if like something you're doing is working, like just keep 
doing it at least to some extent. Like that, that I think it's what they've been doing. Yeah, I think yeah. this is one of the more successful decisions they've certainly made in, in, in this season. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Does the Talon episode count as a? That's not a Portal episode. Yeah, right? that the recent one. I don't know. The the whole the first Talon one was, but this one yeah. I think yeah okay anyway. Um, other thoughts on Gone Baby Gone? Uh, I don't know. Like it, it it despite how fun it is to think about this episode, I don't think there's like a ton here in terms of like character development. But it was like really fun to watch, and I think that's. I mean, that's obviously a good thing for a show they're, they're, I want to watch. They're fun new characters, yeah. you know? It's, it's just, it's it's fun. it's interesting that, like, in the final season, like, we're still, yeah. like, putting out, like, new versions of characters. But that's why this feels like an epilogue to me. Like, we're showing, like, two characters, like, in the future, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. like, before we get to the final, the, the final conflict, really. Like, I think that's an interesting thing to do, and I think it pays off. I think this is really, just really fun to watch in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and just briefly to to the Hecapu thing, like I don't really want to actually talk about like the Muni overarching plotline, <sighs> but I think it just I think that this is potentially setting up that Magic High Commission is still like pre- maybe planning something behind it, the scenes of like toppling. So you think he- Hecapu's warning that uh, warning them of herself, like we're doing this? No, not I just, think like, he- I sense something's coming. I think Hecapu's like tricking them into doing something, like so that they can paint them as bad or something like Hecaboo is as Hecaboo's consistently not the bad guy. I think of the, but, Hecubu but thing. she was also just the way she reacted to Globgorb in the last week is just, she wasn't right. She wasn't in the right there. Like when she forced everyone to stay there and, and it would have been bad if Globgorb. Yeah. I mean, she also it. locks up uh Rombulus. Um, yeah, I know. Like, but yeah. I'm just saying like, I think, I think it's wrong to just be like Hecaboo's, Perfect. Like not perfect. I, I think it's wrong to say Hecuba's been in the right every single time. I, I, yeah, I think I've done enough, seen enough from Hecuba to trust her um, from the show. I don't know. It's I just mean, this, this scene has such a weird vibe. Like, like yeah. I, I brought up that 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 the relationship. It just feels like she's not saying the telling the truth here. That's just what it feels like. Also, Hecuba and Marco have a special relationship. Um, yeah, that would be a bit. That would be a big betrayal. So. <laughs> That's the kind of thing a villain thing needs for this final season, honestly. Like, yeah. that would be more interesting. Hecuba would be a sad, kind of be a satisfying final like, villain. It would be that very would be satisfying. That'd be big. I, I don't know. I mean, I would love it and hate it just because I love Hecuba so much. Right. But, like, right. just imagine yeah, if, but... like, the final villain is someone who has control over all the portals, and then all of a sudden, like, that's just an insanely... Like she has control of everything. At that yeah. Point. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm on board. This is this is way more interesting. First, it was even without discussing it, it was more interesting than Meteora or than uh, first of all more <laughs> than, than, than Mina last season. Mina. Than Mina. But um, yeah, I think this would could be very successful if Hecapu was uh, a final force there, especially if it was like morally. I mean, to show morally gray. With, but uh, I think it could just be that she's just upset, like because she's losing power like every day as like the because each people are leaving the Magic Council. Eclipsa doesn't really have trust in her. Like she just might not. She might just want the status quo to go back to what it was. Like that just might be all it is. And that's like not evil, but she might it, just the means she goes to, to get to that point might not be morally acceptable sometimes. Yeah, I could see something like that. They'd be hiding it pretty well if that's true. But I don't. But I, I can see Hecuba being a character like that where she would hide that from us. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. This it's interesting. I didn't necessarily have that read. I I'm too uh, enamored with Hecapu, though. I mean, I am. Tr- I don't. I, I don't trust myself. Um, but I I didn't initially have that read on either viewing that it was suspicious. But I okay, I'm I'm in. 
Uh, well, okay. Well, exci- I think we have some exciting stuff here heading into, you know, obviously we have all the meanest stuff to come. Is this Hakapua thing, thing uh, happening? Um, Tom Star, Fallout, Starco, Build Up. Um, when we get into next week's episodes of Sad Teen Hotline, Janigans. Mama Star and Ready Aim Fire. Oh, that sounds so good. Really? I like. What was the first one you said? Was it Hot Teen Hotline? Sad Teen Hotline. Hotline. That sounds so great. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. Okay, Sam's in. Jana was in 30 seconds of the doop doop. Oh yeah, Jana was banned from the taco place with like five pictures of her. Well, no, no. She also had all those souvenirs she was bringing home with her. Yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. Would never get that stuff through airport security. Airport yeah. jokes, guys. <laughs> it's good. But, um, just yet- oh, never mind. We'll okay. S- okay, we'll we'll see what those have. The spoiler, the, the descriptions were spoilery, but now might not be. Ooh, right, I so. have to read them then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Three weeks of Star left. Not that much. Um, very. We're happy with these episodes. Final thoughts, Andy? Uh, my final thought is that I just want... Like, if we can keep this consistently, like, this consistency for the next, till the end of the season, like, that's incredible. Because these are the episodes I've kind of been waiting for. And I guess it's great that we're ending on a high note. But still, like, I wish we had this level of goodness earlier in the season, too. Because I I think these are, like, some of the best episodes of the entire season. And it's crazy that all four of them are right next to each other. And I don't know. This is just really, really good. And I'm excited for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think these are four, four of eight of the uh, in my by my rankings of the best seasons of the season. It's really really good stuff. Um, Alex, final thoughts? I think that these four episodes have uh, brought me back to Star being the the great character that she's been in previous seasons. Uh, I, I think we kind of lost track of that we were we've been on and off with Star in the, this season, but I think like this group is a lot more solid in terms of like this is how I remember Star at her peak. So I, I if we can continue to keep focused on Star. And uh, not lose her story in the midst of all the upcoming Mina, Magic High Commission, Eclipses stuff. Like, it, it, as, as long as we try to keep the focus on Star, I think that we're, we're headed in a good direction we'll, to be determined if we, if we do that. But I, I think that, that that's the key to, like, these episodes being great. That, like, they're focusing on the strong point of the show as it has been for a long time, which is Star and to an extent her relationship with Marco. Oh, and we don't. You don't need the to an extent, but yeah, yeah I, I agree. Star's character is number one on the list, and uh, yeah, I, I I totally agree. We lost a lot of Star's character um, strengths this season, and I think this brought us back to a good place here. And if we close out strong, it could still be a really good season for Star. Um, Sam, final thoughts? Uh, you know what? I agree with Alex. You know, the name the name of the show is Star versus the Forces of Evil. You have to have the star. Right? Not just the forces of evil, and it's not the whole show. Anyway, uh, yeah, good good episodes. Really gave me more faith in the show than I think I've had. Uh, also, to piggyback off of last week's discussion, just to say, I like those episodes, too. I don't know, I think the last two weeks were really good, strong batches of episodes and i'm super hyped up for the finale i'm actually i'm feeling the blood rushing through my veins i'm all about star right now yeah nice 
I love this hype Sam. She's hype about Shira too. This is the most like I think this might be the most hype I've ever heard Sam. <laughs> oh. She was hyped for Shira last night too. Okay. Uh, that, that, that's I've not I've not yeah. heard that. Yeah, it's it's good. Oh you, uh, you'll see hype Sam when I decide to reveal her. You'll you'll see hype Sam when we talk about Detective Pikachu. <laughs> that sounds Pikachu. like a threat also. Oh, oh Detective Pikachu? <laughs> oh yeah. When Detective that's when Pikachu hype comes Sam out, happening. that's when the real hype Sam will come oh out. Oh my god. You won't even know. <laughs> we don't even know, yeah. Okay, random things I forgot to say. I uh, Chloe, uh, J- Chloe, Jackie, good. Jackie's girlfriend, voiced by Jessica Perret, rare random tiny role for <laughs> big actress, and uh, also there. Oh, Marco's making San Ludo in. Uh, oh yeah, in Beach cute. Day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that was fun. That, that's an it's an acceptable Ludo appearance as a San, San Ludo. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm convinced we're done with Ludo at this point. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but I'm he'll come back over. at the finale or whatever. It's Aye. fine. Oh my god. Aye. We'll see. Okay. That's it. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. Do you like him as much as us? Uh, would you agree with us about Tom Star, Star's character, everything else that we got into here? Um, let us know on our YouTube comments at youtube.com slash overlyanimated or our website overlyanimated.com. Or you can talk about Star with us on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Um, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our Patreon podcast, Katrin, aka Patron Katrin, and thanks to our Patreon executive producers. Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Um, check out our She-Ra coverage. That's going to be going to be a lot of that coming up. Uh, if you're a fan of She-Ra and the Princess Power Season 2 came out, we're going to be, we have a season-long podcast already up. We're also going to be getting episodes, discussions up soon. Um, find that at OverlyAnimated.com. More Star vs. The Force of Evil next week, so subscribe to not miss that. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you then. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.